Hello, listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining the Mindfulness Broadcast. My name is Anastasia. Hope you're doing well. I appreciate you as always and happy to see more and more of you listening to these episodes. It means the world to me. I'm so grateful. Please keep coming back for the great content. And I'm here for you and I'm going to do my best to deliver very helpful and interesting content for you guys. So let's start. Today's topic of the episode is shame and a shame as an emotion. That's a very interesting one. So basically, I've noticed through the research and my own experience and through the conversation with people with psychological background that we start getting shamed since we are very little. So, you know, some parents have different styles, especially nowadays, when they start to motivate children differently. And instead of saying, oh, look what you did, you spilled the water on the couch. Or let's say, look at you, you went for a walk and you came back all filthy and dirty. Look at you. Look at other kids over there. They're fine. They come back clean. They, they're civil. And look at you. And you feel ashamed. And lots of parents nowadays trying to switch this idea of mm, motivation from the shame to something like, oh, okay, well, you came back. Well, looking a little bit different, uh, you know, since when you left home. But, you know, that's okay. That's fine. And they just spend different, sort of, they have different values and spend more attention on different things instead of shaming children. But I see still there's lots of shame, especially in adults. And I just decided, you know what, why not to explore this topic? Because I think it's very interesting. And a lot of times these reactions, like shaming people, are very automated reactions that people have because no one actually taught them differently. This is the pattern some parents grew up with and it keeps circling for decades. In a nutshell, shame is used to make people, um, I'll use the word obey. It's a quite strong word, but for the sake of the topic, there we go. I'm going to use it. So (laughs) obey to make them comfortable. If people feel ashamed, they will not do what they did again. So that will make the opponent stop feeling annoyed or stop feeling angry or stop experiencing any other emotions that come out of the certain act of yours, right? For example, uh, person number one is chewing the gum quite loudly and a person number two cannot stand the noise of it because maybe in a childhood or in a school they were ashamed of it and someone else made them feel awkward for that. Or maybe they have some other reasons for that, right? So uh, this person asked person number one to stop and then said, oh, stop chewing like a cow, for God's sake. Like, you're not an idiot, are you? Don't you know that, you know, how you keep your mouth closed? Learn the manners. You look so uneducated. Ew. And, you know, no matter of the confidence of the first person who is chewing the gum... (laughs) I bet that he or she will feel at least uncomfortable. And lots of people will actually feel awkward and, you know, might start chewing quieter or spit out a chew gum at all. In this case, well, I'm not mentioning, obviously, person number two is being rude and crossing all the boundaries possible, manipulating through passive aggression. Person number one is adjusting. In many cases, oh, okay, I've been told off. I need to become a bit more comfortable to fit in. So I'm going to stop chewing the gum. Right. And because a lot of people do not have strong boundaries, 
At least that's what I've noticed. That's what I see, you know, even in myself sometimes. Um, by the way, go back to the episodes with the boundaries. <laughs> I've got two of them, if you don't know what I'm talking about. But shame is used everywhere, in school, at home, with friends, literally everywhere. And I cannot, I, I can't get my head around why people don't see how damaging this is. When a person feels ashamed, it's damaging for their mental health and self-esteem. So here's one story I want to share with you today. I know a guy, we used to study in the same university, and he traveled everywhere. You name it, has been there. Back in uni, he saved up a lump of money and went traveling all around the globe. And um, he had his blog. Um, he's got very popular in Russia. He was invited to a few TV shows. And overall, this guy's incredibly ambitious. Um, so he does lots of cool things. One of which is, uh, I think it was actually um, triathlon. I'm not sure if he's still doing that. We haven't spoken in a while. And uh, one year, he decided to participate in one of the uh, one of them. And he's done some training, but not like professionally. Um, and he wasn't super prepared for it. He's just done some running and some swimming, but not much. And so he's done the, the, the triathlon and he finished it with not the best result. And I guess the worst result that he wanted to see, right? And what he said when he was telling the story made me very sad because he said, I finished on the mark of, I think he said four plus hours or something. And I'm very ashamed of it. And this phrase to me was like a slap in the face. I immediately messaged him saying, are you mad? Like, are you actually crazy? What are you ashamed of? Why? You got your ass off the couch and done the freaking triathlon dude like it is mentally and physically exhausting to do so and it's freaking hard you'd done it without any special prep like you didn't quit on the day you didn't quit halfway through you finished it but instead of thinking of the result as oh i'm ashamed oh such a shame he could have said to himself oh damn it i really wanted to finish it around I don't know, two and a half or three hours time. But look, I mean, you know, I've done my absolute best now and I do know what I need to do for the next time. And then you create the steps, A, B, C, D, one, two, three, four. And you crack on and you improve your strength, your agility, your cardio. And I don't know, you go swimming four times per week. You get personal trainer, you improve your diet, uh, you ask you you ask people who've done it before for some coaching, but you stay proud of your achievement because you did it. So my next question was, well, not to him directly, but in, in my own mind, where does this come from? Most likely, maybe when he was a kid, he used to hear what most of us used to hear, at least being raised in Russia, like, oh, this grade is really average and you cannot be average. Like, I'm not raising an average kid. You have to be the best. Or something like, okay, well, you've done okay, but your classmates done exceptionally well. So okay isn't good enough. Go and do better. Right? And shame for any sort of artistic expressions. Like, oh my God, what, what is that? Oh, mom, I've done a painting. Oh, that looks shit. I'll go do better. Right? 
Or are you going to go out like this? Oh, no, 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 no. This doesn't look good. Like, go and change your clothes. Or, oh, my God, your driving is absolutely awful. Go take more lessons. Anything, right? The criticism connected with shame. Now, when I became a mum, and it's especially vivid in daily life, I am incredibly proud of my son playing in the dirt, splashing in a puddle, and, you know, like, even, again, going back to super basic, even if he peed himself for the first time when he was, when he had no nappy, I was like, oh my god, okay, that's okay, that's okay, now you know what to do next time when you feel like you need a toilet. There was no shame in that. Because we shouldn't be shaming our children for anything. Shame is an absolutely not needed emotion for raising a healthy human being. It's used to manipulate and that is not good. So next time someone tries to shame you and don't think bad of people. I mean, most of the times they might not even notice what they're doing. Build a mental barrier that will bounce the negativity back and rephrase that in your own head. So let's say someone says, oh, you're late, you're always late, especially with that passive-aggressive tone. And you think, "Uh, okay, I'll try to be more respectful to people's time next time, but today I have done my best to be on time. Or maybe you say, okay, today I haven't done my best to be on time. I actually knew I'm going to be late, but I didn't care enough, so next time I'm going to try to care more right? I'm going to try to be more respectful. But you take responsibility for that, but you do not take all the negativity and you don't feel ashamed. Or someone says, you're messy. Your room looks like a pig lives here. Step back. Okay, it's my room. It's my personal space. And it's no one else's business how messy it is in my room. And as long as that mess doesn't go any further and it's contained, it is okay for me to be messy. Again, that's going back to your boundaries. That's your boundaries, right? Or someone says, stop being angry. Oh my God, you're always angry. It's horrible. It's like, like you're annoying. And, you know, again, accept your emotions. I can be angry. I am entitled to, to, to feeling anything. And I, I can express my emotions as any other human being on this planet. I just choose to express my emotions in a safe way, even though it could be an anger. Or someone says, oh God, you just gain weight. Oh, well, you just, oh, a second chin. Really? Again, disattach from this from, from, from this person. First of all, always think that these people are trying to tell you something different. So what they're saying to you is that there's something triggered them. Something tickled their mind. And now they're trying to just project that on you. And your job is not to uh, digest it and not to suck it in like a sponge, right? It's so now, uh, imagine it's like an uh, oil that doesn't get diluted in the water. Yeah, it just stays there floating. So that's what you need to do. <laughs> All the stuff they tell you is just the oil and you are the water and you just not, uh, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't come the part of you. And never be ashamed of feelings that you have. I do have that sometimes when in some moments I don't want to be a mom for like 10 minutes, let's say. 
when I'm super stressed with work, fed up with the housework, or Dimitri's being in a really moody and I'm sleep deprived. I have these moments of saying to myself, oh my God, I don't want to be a mom right now. I just, like, I'm done. I am done. And then occasionally I have this little voice peeping, and I'll shame on you. He's your baby. You cannot say that. And blah, blah, blah. And I shut it down. I am allowed to feel whatever. I'm not a robot. And my feelings are valid. I'm not packing my stuff and walking away saying bye to everyone, saying that I'm not going to be a mom anymore and I'm just leaving the country, right? I'm just expressing my feelings and then I give them, you know, 10 minutes and then I'm fine. I give my baby a huge cuddle. I might even cry. I might say, fuck you, house. (laughs) I'll quickly finish my work for the moment and we'll leave for a walk, you know, and I'll leave all the mess behind. And that's going to be absolutely fine. And it applies to all areas of your life. If you start a new job and then you say, you know what, I hate it. I cannot stand it. And someone says, oh, no, 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 no. You cannot think this way. Like, you have to be grateful that you do have a job. Like, look at all those homeless people and starving people or poor people. Like, you have to be grateful. No, you don't have to. You can feel whatever you want. How you express your feelings and emotions is another conversation, but you can definitely feel them. And always keep in mind that people might start shaming you simply because you trigger something in them. Let's say you have a very good metabolism and you never work out and you kind of can eat whatever you want. And then you have a conversation with the person who has to go for a two-hour run after they had um, a croissant or a tiny piece of chocolate because they feel like, you know, they feel maybe not confident or maybe they do have a bigger tendency to actually gain some weight. So they have to be very careful what they're eating and they control what they're eating. Maybe they're not on a diet, but it does give them some level of stress. And here you come saying, you know what, look at me, I'm looking beautiful. I have fat belly, six pack, you know, no fat at all. I'm absolutely healthy and I don't have to work out and I can eat chocolates 24-7. Boom. There are people like that. So the person who you're speaking with, who's struggling with that, they might start shaming you automatically, not on purpose, just because they don't, they, it triggered them, but they don't know how to cope with these emotions. They don't know how, how else to have a conversation with a person like that, with a person like you. So they start shaming. So then you would feel bad for them because they have to go for a run after chocolate, right? <laughs> for some reason, If they shame you and you do feel ashamed, that will make them feel better. That will make their day. (laughs) Here, I'm not sure how exactly it works in terms of all the neural connections in your brain, but it does work. It does work. I guarantee each of us at some point of our lives, maybe in school, maybe later on, maybe recently, maybe when they were a kid, had the situation when you couldn't go to a party or couldn't go somewhere else on vacation or something because you were ill, you had chicken pox, you had COVID, whatever. But you planned it for months and, and I don't know, years, whenever, weeks. And then your friend says, you know what, I'm going, I'm going to this place on vacation tomorrow. I'll see ya. And then they're posting all those pictures, let's say. And then they get ill and they have to come back next day. And inside, I mean, not everyone... <laughs> But I bet lots of people did have this feeling at least once in their lifetime when they when they thought, fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> so this is the trigger. And they 
you know, the, 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 these little emotions that make them feel better about themselves because other people didn't have what they could have. And sometimes they might shame other people for this. We can build supporting environment around us and it's up to us what kind of people surround us. So this goes back to boundaries. If you feel like shame is a toxic emotion for you, which I think you should, and you feel uncomfortable when someone's shaming you, I, I, I actually honestly cannot imagine a person who would like it, who would be like, oh yeah, go on, keep shaming me. I love it. <laughs> you can definitely ask those people to stop talking to you. You know, and then have some internal conversation, rephrase what they said, and, and you know, you, you might feel better. And again, always um, maybe analyze where those people come from, right? Like I had extremely amount of shame in my childhood. It was everywhere. I was ashamed that I wasn't clever enough, that I didn't have the best grades, that I didn't have the best friends, that I didn't have, well, till certain times it was like really, you know, super early early ages, um, that I wasn't thin enough, that I wasn't the best dancer, uh, that I wasn't, I just wasn't, you know, and the shame was absolutely everywhere. And then shame in school, they're shaming you for not wearing the right uniform, for not having good grades, for not uh, passing your test, for misbehaving, for everything. Shame is literally, I feel like shame is a basic manipulative thing that everyone's using but it's crucial to to stop or at least to tone it down or at least when you do it you're like oh hang on a second oh yeah I've just used it hmm I don't think that was right okay what else how can I adjust my strategy to not shame someone but use different sort of manipulation so we need to learn how not to shame the others and not to spread the negativity any further. What other tactics can you use, for example? Well, first of all, if you do have this urge to actually shame someone, I think you should stop. You should just have this little second in your in your you know in your in your own head, little tiny conversation saying like, okay, what do I want to say? Ooh, I want to say I want to comment on this. Okay, what kind of vibe does it have? That my, my comment. Oh, shameful. Okay, what do I want to say? Do I want to say that because this upset me? Did this trigger something in me that I would like to have but I don't have? Or I would like to do but I can do? Or am I jealous and I'm trying to make the the person opposite me, I don't feel bad for something? Okay, so can I not say it right now? All right, cool. You know, sometimes the best thing you can do is just not say what you want to say if it's a negative thing, right? And then just work it out uh, with your therapist, with your partner, with your friend, with your family, with people you trust, or maybe sometimes even with yourself, like writing a diary. Okay, today I wanted to say this, blah, blah, blah. That would be really shameful and negative, but I stopped myself. Good, right? If it comes to someone, you want to motivate someone through shame. Try all these different strategies. I know there are so many people who promote this sort of aggressive motivation, like shut the fuck up, stop moaning, get your shit together, slap, 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 go and do it, you know, especially for for men. 
like boys don't cry, uh, don't moan, boys don't, don't, don't get emotions, like be a machine, get your balls in one hand and just freaking go and do it, right? Climb the mountain, you're a rock and this kind of stuff. But um, it's very important, it's crucially important to understand that most of the times this kind of motivation works from the fear and the shame also comes from the fear the fear of not getting accepted so if you get shamed you're not you're not accepted right and we are a very kind of pack animal well not we're not animals but like <laughs> human beings are very um pack kind of creatures we need to be accepted Otherwise, if you're not a part of the pack, you might not survive on your own. So you have to be a part of the pack. So this way, we're trying to adjust, right? So the shame triggers fears. And fear, as we discussed in previous podcasts as well, is not the best ever tool for motivation. It will get you somewhere, but for some people, it might be even long-term and it might help you achieving things. But with the, with this kind of motivation, there's lots of other things that come after, which is anxiety, it can be depression, different worries, different psychosomatic issues, like food intolerance, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. So you, you've got to be really careful. And let's say when I was younger, fear worked really well to motivate me in school, in uni, like that's what my parent, what my mom specifically used to use. And in school, in uni, they also use the fear because they always say, oh, if you don't pass your grade, you're not going to get a diploma, you're not going to get a job, you're not going to get anywhere in your life, and you're basically going to be no one. So, you know, that kind of, that kind of freaks you out a little bit. You don't want to be no one. You want to succeed. And then now, if someone tries to motivate me through negativity, through fear, through shame, it actually gives me a huge pushback and I'm like, whoa, 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 no, this is not happening. Like I am not going to, I'm not going to do anything because of the fear. Um, yeah, you know, a few times, a couple of times my husband tried, tried that on me as, as the, I'd say as a test, you know, like let's say I, I was like, oh, I want to, I want to lose weight. And then one, one evening, it was ages ago, I was like, you know what, I'm going to have an ice cream. He's like, are you sure? Because you're trying to lose weight. Like, if you're going to get an ice cream, you know, you're not going to get your result. I'm like, oh, come on. Now, this, not, it's not motivating me. Like, it's it's scaring and it's manipulative in terms of shame again, right? I, I'm not an idiot. I know what's the consequence going to be if I'm going to get a tub of ice cream and eat it right now and I'm going to eat a tub of ice cream every day for the next month. I'm never going to lose weight. I'm going to just gain weight. Even if I run 25K each day, Still, right? But I'm going to have a one tiny ice cream right now as an exception to my all, you know, steady diet that I do. Not diet, sorry, I don't diet. Um, Healthy habits that I apply in terms of eating, right? And as an exception, like I might get have pancakes one weekend um, for breakfast, although now I normally don't do sweet breakfasts. Um, I might make an exception. But do not shame me and do not scare me with me not achieving my result. Yeah? And we 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 kind of like laughed it away and had this chat. He never does it again, you know? Uh as much as I, I never um use this uh towards anyone in my family, anyone 
in my friend group, you know, someone might say, oh, you know, I want to travel with my kid. And I'm like, oh, you sure? Look, I traveled with my kid and it was an absolute disaster. Oh, think about it. Like, oh my God. So motivation through fear, no, not a good thing to do. So the shame works on kind of similar principles, right? It triggers the fear, different fears. It triggers a bunch of different things in, in, in our um, subconscious and in our brain. So um, the more you control yourself not to use shame, and the more you actually notice this, you know, in little things, just by walking on the street, just by overhearing little conversations here and there between people, you know, in the shop, in the cafe, on the playground, and in the, on, on the bus, in the metro, anywhere. You can start noticing these things. And it, it's so much overwhelming percentage of of shame out there. And I think it's really sad. But we we are the ones that can change it. We are the ones that can learn how not to shame the others and not to use um, these motivational techniques. Let's say, well, I'm going to quote motivation and um, not to spread negativity any further. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I wish you the best rest of the day. I'm going to see you in the next one. Lots of love, Anastasia. Thank you.